Thursday. And we're off. It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. Monday, June 12th, 2023 A.D. Gonna talk, gonna have a fun Monday show. Everybody loves Mondays, right? Gonna talk about... Oh, I forgot to get this Mike Pence ad. Oh, Lord, darn. I'll have to show it to you guys tomorrow. But I did see a funny clip from O.J. Simpson. Mike Pence is running for office, and some people acted like he's the man who stood up to the crowd. (laughs) No. Uh, Whereas Trump... Pandered to the crowd or something like that. Anyway, uh, O.J. Simpson is talking about uh, everybody's caving to communist propaganda nowadays. Don't trust the government. What? That's what the communists want you to be like. (laughs) And also, there was some drama that went down up in Canada between some rappers. And I don't know, maybe I'll need you guys' help to translate what went on this one DJ, I know what that is, said that, uh, well, not said, he was allegedly robbed. And then the robbers up in Canada, Toronto, Canada, what does checking in mean? Toronto, che- without, will you come to Toronto without checking in? I don't know what checking in is, so you guys are gonna have to tell me, somebody. Uh, but this one DJ named Drama. I saw it on Twitter. He allegedly got robbed the other night in Toronto, and they shouted out Drake, the goons who did it. Goons, according to Rap House TV. And I don't know if any of this stuff is true, but it was strange. Every place I saw in the replies, somebody said, every country has bad parts, and that is a fact. Jack. Uh, Soros, George Soros' son, is taking over for open society or something like that? I don't know. It's terrible. And I have a bunch of pictures of him. You guys ever seen him before? I couldn't, f- I couldn't find this morning. I was looking. I couldn't find pictures of George Soros' son hanging out with DeRay McKesson. DeRay McKesson. The Black Lives Matter gay with the skinny fist. He always wears, the, uh, he always wears that blue puffy jacket vest thing. And the Planet of the Apes did a, had one ape monkey guy with a chimpanzee with a monkey with the blue vest thing. And DeRay was like, they did that because it looks like me. Terrible. He's always wearing that. That's his signature thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, the sun's taking over. What are they all about? Evil stuff. Phony philanthropy. Sick people. And some other stuff, perhaps, right? And your calls, if you would like to call in. Man, I'm disappointed I don't have that Pence ad. It was funny. Uh, maybe tomorrow. Or maybe I can do it while talking with you guys. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La 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 Oh, it's the 
How you guys doing? I am fine. I'm always ever working on the on this hand, nice handy dandy background here. Uh, don't it, do you like it? It's do you like it? I like it. Okay, maybe it's a little aqua-ish. I'm not sure, but anyway, it is a scene from Santa Monica Beach. I took that photo in 2018, and I've had to doctor it in different ways to make it look right on the background. Maybe I should have just left it alone. Anyway, I am wearing my Josh Donaldson jersey. Based Josh Donaldson, New York Yankees. Even though I love the beautiful South. We love the beautiful South, the rebel flag, Confederates. They are our brothers. Our fellow Americans, real American heroes, some of them. We also love the Yankees. We also love the Yankees. The Northerners. The Union people. The Carpetbaggers. Maybe not. The Scalawags. We love them. We love everybody. If we love anybody. But, uh, yeah, Josh Donaldson, I believe he plays baseball for the New York Yankees. Major League Baseball. And, yeah, it has a... Nike swoosh in New York. But, uh, yeah, the back. Donaldson. Donaldson, 28. Number 28, the racist player. I got, the, I got this because he's racist. No, I'm kidding. He's not racist. But he made fun of this. You know how people talk trash? They trash talk when they're playing uh, sports? Jo- based Josh Donaldson... I may be using I have I know next to nothing about this guy except that he was suspended for trash talking this guy named Tim Anderson, I think. Josh Donald. I think I have this screenshot of some of the headlines from way back. Yankees is Josh Donaldson suspended, according to a bleacher report last year, May of 2022, for making racist comments. Major League Baseball, MLB. Cool. MLB, they, they forsake what's right and what's white for the sake of the blacks and the black-hearted, victim-minded people. So evil, so wrong, not a good thing. They suspended New York Yankees third baseman, third base man, Josh Donaldson, for one game last year for racist comments he directed at Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson. He's all, what's up, Jackie? What's up, Jackie? Not Jackie Chung, not Jackie Chan, the legendary Chinese uh, singer and fighter, actor, extraordinaires. Not, but Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Uh, And unfortunately, Tim Anderson is no Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson... He was, like, one of the first, if not the first, uh, black player to go into the normal white league rather than just being in the Negro League. We heard about the Negro League from our, great, our current so-called president. I almost slipped and called him our greatest. <laughs> Sleepy Joe Biden. He joined in there, and he endured being called names, which everybody's called names. He endured, maybe he was even spit on. Was he a spit on or no? I don't know. 
Maybe he wasn't spit on. But he uh, maintained his dignity according to stories. I don't know that he complained or anything. Maybe he was grateful to be playing uh, with the big boys, the uh, whites. Jackie Robinson, that is, back, way back in the day. But Tim Anderson didn't appreciate being called mockingly Jackie Robinson. And he's like, I don't play like that. I don't play like that. I don't play like that. <laughs> I'm not doing his voice justice. I have a, my voice is too manly right now. I'm a little under the weather. But he's like, I don't play like, I don't play like that. You don't play like that. You're playing a baseball game, and part of the game is trash talk. You're going to tattletale to the mainstream media, get, get Josh Donaldson in trouble. You're the one who should apologize, black Chicago white stop short, white socks short stop, Tim Anderson. The only time I care about, about sports is when uh, some race issue comes up, <laughs> uh, you know, or uh, politics mess. Or they take some fake stand for fake social justice, which doesn't even exist. So uh, he apologized. Josh Donaldson apologized to Tim Anderson and whoever else. I, apo- I think he did. Anyway, I could be wrong. And he was suspended. Weak. I don't play like that. I don't really play like that. He, he called me. He called me Jackie. And I don't play like that. Give me a break. By the way, I'm streaming on Kick. Kick.com slash The Hake Report with zero followers. Nice. I just started it. Just, you know, what the Hake? Just start Kick. Anyway, guys, let me get uh, into some stories here. I wanted to tell you about this Pence ad. I'll try to describe it to you. Notably, this Pence ad, which I cannot play for you because I'm ill-prepared. I'm not prepared. I thought I got all the clips that I wanted, but I didn't. So, but I will have a clip 11 for you guys. Notably, it does not say, I'm Mike Pence, and I approve this message. So, it's trying to act like Trump is a coward and like Pence is a principled man who stood up to the mob. But he didn't stand up to the establishment. He caved to the establishment. And Coulter is going kind of crazy on Twitter. Do I have any screenshots from this? Let's see. Pence. No, I don't think I do. And Coulter's like, I take back any unkind word I've ever said, I've ever had from Mike Pence. Because she's anti-Trump right now. Based and Coulter. If any woman is based. Ann Coulter is uh, acting like she doesn't like Trump right now. Hmm. At least on Twitter. Uh, Pence's ad goes directly after Trump, harder than anyone else. So reads a tweet from Ryan James Gerdusky. And I have this, I had this clip that I wanted to share with you, but I don't have the clip. And it's made by Committed to America, a weak man, appeases a mob. And he's pretending like, they're pretending anyway, not Pence is pretending like Trump is a weak man appeasing the mob. Trump tells the mob what to do and what not to do. Go back, go over there and fight peacefully. Peacefully. (laughs) A man of courage stands up to them. 
our first ad in support of Mike Prince, Pence for president. It's bugging me so much. I'm really going to have to uh, see if I can download this and, and publish it and make the clip for you guys. But in the meantime, oh my gosh, yeah. Because there's no, gonna, not going to be any cussing, right? In the meantime, let me get to David in Ocala, Florida, on the line, who has a news report about us, to us. What's up? Not about us. What's up, David in Ocala, Florida? How you doing? Good, good morning, James. Morning. Thank hey. you. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Friday when you brought up that shooting, I yeah, I heard you say Central Florida, and I was sitting there. I, I wasn't for what sure shooting? it was here. I don't remember. I don't the, remember bringing up a shooting Friday. You don't? No, but that doesn't mean I didn't. It just means that I don't white, remember. The, the, the white lady that shot through the door and killed the black lady in Ocala. Okay, yes. There was a white 58-year-old lady who shot. Did he kill her? Did she kill her? Yeah, he Whoa. killed her right in front of her children, man. She, 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 a black she, lady over her yeah, children well, who killed, were bad in her opinion. Yeah. Well, they were hanging out near the lady's property. You know, you got to realize, you know, I remember when I was young, man, these old people would freak out if you came on their land. And I'd be like, what's up with that? And yeah. they told me that's a sign of disrespect. You see okay. what I'm saying? Yeah, Back yeah. in the old days. True. Yeah. Don't come on nobody's land property. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah. I was calm because you were talking about, you were reading the thing and you were saying Central Florida. And I was like, I, I, I wonder if he's going to notice that Ocala, Florida. And he did. You were like, that's where my caller calls from. Yeah. You know what's funny is I feel like I saw a TV show reference Ocala. It's like a reticular activator now. I'm seeing o- and hearing Ocala everywhere. A reticular activator is when something is on your mind. All of a sudden yeah, you like start noticing you everything. A- like when you buy a new car and you start driving down the road and you start seeing them? Yeah, exactly. You, uh, so you know about reticular activators. You're the first person I knew, I, I have ever known, who kn- knew about reticular activators. Well, <laughs> the sad thing about this deal is they, you know, this woman took, uh, left the, a 3-year-old, an 8-year-old, a 9-year-old, and a 12-year-old without their mother. Yeah, that's not... It doesn't sound like she was quite wise and i don't know maybe she maybe she, maybe it was self-defense i don't know well well the, i think that feud had been going on for a while yeah so the woman the woman the white woman we'll call her her name is susan okay she's in she's in jail and the, uh the sheriff here in town's like oh no she she's in trouble she's not getting those stand your ground so they gave her a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail, which okay. she can't come up with the money. And today is Mrs. Owens, the woman who got killed. Today is her funeral. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You so, say Mrs. Just, Owens? Are you saying that she was married? Or Miss a- Owens? I'm sorry, I meant to say Miss Owens. I, I can't pronounce her first name. It's like a Jike or something like that. I mean. Oh I yeah, a Jike or something. A J I K E. Yeah. Yeah, just a lot easier to call her Miss Owens. Right. And and actually since we don't know, I guess we would call her Ms. Owens. But right. now no mention of of any men in the uh in the situation. Right. Well, the family, you know, the poor thing is is these kids may get separated, you know, they're going to lose their rooms. I mean, people don't know how devastating it is when you yank a child out of their surroundings like that. Oh, what okay. it does to them. 
Yeah. Especially watch their mother die right in front of them. I mean, the 12-year-old's trying to give her a mouth-to-mouth and resuscitate her. One of them was blaming himself for causing right. the problem. One of them, like, right. left their iPad in her yard or... I don't know. It was a weird... Like well, you said, they, they had... The pu- they, it was two neighbors fighting each other. Ongoing right. feud, and it honestly takes two to tango. Uh, sure it does. So you don't want so to have that type of relationship with your neighbor. Just stay away from them if you can. But, well, uh, you know, what happens is that some of these older people, they forget what it's like to be a kid. Okay? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and uh, children are, you know, you know they're going to play. And this and that. So you just got to learn to pick your battles, man. I mean, you know, as long as they're not destroying something or, you know, whatever. But the lady, evidently, the black lady it, it came over and she was pounding on her door and all that. Yeah. It's going to be quite interesting how this goes because it's uh, what uh, a case happened one day where a, a person, a, a man, a white man followed a black girl into a gas station and approached her car and the black girl shot him through Whoa. the glass and killed him here. Oh, and man. Uh, she got off. She got off. Okay. Because they said he instigated the situation. Oh, so okay. the black lady really instigated the situation by coming over to that woman's house True. and banging on her door. Yeah. Now the, so. that was, but the races were reversed in that other case. The black girl got off. She killed a white right. man or right. shot a white man. This right. white lady may not get off because she shot a black woman, and people want to act like that's racism or something dumb like that. Well, when, one of the first calls that I called you about, I spoke about these three black kids in a little town near here uh, that shot these three white kids and left them out on the side of the road, and they were a 12-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 17-year-old, all black kids in a gang, and killed these white kids in their in the one of the girls' cars. They figured it out. They just shot them right in the cars. Wow! And dumped them off on the side of the road. So say that say that story about. again. I was distracted. I have to reset my stream on on uh, Odyssey. I neglected to check my sound. Tell me that story one more time. I'm about sorry. About two months ago, in a little town around Ocala, Florida, called Oklahoma, these there was uh, six kids. Three white kids, two white girls and a white boy, and three black boys. The black kids were 12, 14, 17, and the white kids were all about 16, 17. Anyway, they shot these kids in a car. There were all six of them in a car, and it was like a gang initiation thing. They made this 12-year-old boy shoot one of the kids, and wow. supposedly, anyway... And, you know, they just dropped these kids off on the side of the road. And I had brought up if that if those roles were reversed and it was three white kids that shot three black kids and left them out on the side of the road, it would be a different story. That's for sure. That's totally yeah. true, man. Yeah. They're, so uh, now, they're on a witch hunt against, against whites in this imaginary racism thing. And they've been like that for maybe decades. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, well, at least you know now, I told you how these people are down here. They're out of their minds. You know, on July the 1st, it's going to be open carry. And I, without, as long as you didn't have a felony uh-huh. arrest, you can carry concealed without having a permit. And I just, man, I just don't know what's going to go down after that. Interesting. Yeah. There we go. Finally got the audio feed going on Odyssey. Man, I appreciate it, David, in Ocala, Florida. 
Hey, can I just comment real quick about somebody that called since he got me on the phone? And okay. Then I get off. It's only going to take a second. Sure. Um, your uh, your one. I think his name was Trick. He called last week, last Friday. He hangs out with some veterans. Yes. He brought up that Judas. Uh, you know, was like a social justice warrior because of the alabaster oil. You know, he said. You should have been sold to the poor and all that. Yeah, I never, I never really looked at it like that. But he has a really good point there. Indeed. But when you read that scripture, it talks about what was going on there. That she was anointing him for his burial. Okay. Okay. Uh, talking about Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, she was anointing him for his burial. And what I wanted to get through to him was that. Uh, the reason why she was on near his feet, crying, wiping his feet with her tears and her hair, is because she knew who Jesus is. And I want you to think about that, okay? All because right. there's a lot of people, a lot of people out there that think they know who Jesus is, but they don't really know him. And there, and he seems to reveal himself to the weakest of people, like her, people that have been in like deep sin in their life, okay. They came out of real bad sin. Yeah. And I just wanted to make that statement, and that's it, man. Okay. Well, thank you, David. I appreciate that, hey, man. Hey, no problem. Th- and thanks for taking my call, and you have a great day. I'll, I'll watch the rest of your show. Okay. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Be good. All right, man. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. David and Ocala. I have that Pence ad, guys. Shall I get to it before I get back to calls? Mike Pence, based Mike Pence. Can you find clip uh, 15 over there, Hassan? Mike Pence is running for president. (laughs) And I don't know if he approves this message. This is what I was telling you guys. Ann Coulter tweeted this out. I take back any unkind word I ever had for Mike Pence. She may be playing. Because she quote tweeted Ryan James Garduski, who says Pence's first ad. And it's not necessarily Pence's first ad, maybe it is, but it doesn't say, it notably, in my mind, does not say, I'm Mike Pence and I approve this message. Uh, Pence's first ad goes directly after Trump, harder than anyone else. And it doesn't seem to go hard at him for stuff that normal uh, Republicans, conservatives, Christians, whites, men, uh, ladies, children, um, Trump supporters... Nothing that, they, that any of us would care about. But he's, they're casting it in a weird way. Hmm, weird. Committed to America on Twitter. Their, their username is Committed to America or something like that. Uh, CMTD to America is their Twitter handle. CMTD. Committed. They weren't very committed in writing the word committed. Uh, on Twitter, a weak man appeases a mob, a man of courage stands up to them. Our first ad in support of Mike Pence for president. Here it is, clip 15. A president begging him to ignore the Constitution. A mob shouting for him to die. (laughs) And an anxious nation watching for one man to do what's right. A weak man appeases a mob. A man of courage and character stands up to them. That day, one man failed the test of leadership, while another stood tall. And since then, this so-called leader has continued to abandon our conservative principles. 
Now, with a woke mob trying to take away our freedom, we need a president who won't flinch, who won't try to cut deals with our values. A president with the courage and the faith to lead us through turbulent times and keep America the beacon of freedom for all mankind. Mike Pence for president. Committed to America PAC is responsible for the content of this advertising. <laughs> yeah, not Mike Pence is not committed, not responsible for that. They tried to act like Trump is now a pro-abortion. He used to be very pro-abortion, I will have you know. But then he had his first grandchild or so. And according to him, that's when he changed his mind and became very pro-life. Except for the exceptions. Rape, incest, and the life of the mother. I disavow the fake exceptions of rape and incest. And then they acted like Trump is all cozy with Putin and against Ukraine. Trump just wants peace. And they acted like Mike Pence won't flinch at the mob. Are you kidding me? Maybe he won't. I don't know. He w- I did like Mike Pence dealing with cackling Kamala Harris. Remember that debate? Vice presidential debate? He just steamrolled that woman. Oh, my goodness. I appreciated Mike Pence for that. So I'm saying something nice about Mike Pence, but... <laughs> uh, Greenwald is sharing a... Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'll skip that one. <laughs> Mike Pence. And they, act, they acted like he was standing tall, but it looked like he was leaning on a desk, on the desk in the Capitol, like he could barely stand. Mike Pence refuses to leave the Capitol. Like, he knew that they were talking about hang Mike Pence for being a traitor. Give me a break. (laughs) Anyway, that just tickled me because he's acting like, well, not he, but committed to America is acting like Pence is this strong guy and Trump is this weak person appeasing the mob. He had the mob wrapped around his little finger. They thought some of them are so weak minded that they thought that they were doing what he wanted them to do. I remember seeing Baked Alaska, based Alaska. No, I don't know. But I appreciate that guy, right? I don't appreciate his getting us, getting everybody suspended on D Live because of his shenanigans inside the Capitol. But he's like, Trump would love this when he went inside the Capitol, horsed around a little bit. I don't know if you would call it horsing around what Baked Alaska did. He didn't do much, but he just streamed inside the Capitol building on January 6, 2021 AD. And he's like, Pence would, I mean, Trump would love this. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Pence, Mike Pence, he's not a strong man of courage. I don't see him as that tough. <laughs> I haven't seen the, uh, how exactly does one horse around? Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if horse around sounds too rambunctious, but Baked Alaska seems like the type of guy who would horse around, but not too disrespectfully inside the Capitol. But he was acting like uh, Trump would love what he was doing. And somebody else said Trump wouldn't like this. And Ho- Baked Alaska was like, Trump would love this. No, Trump didn't want, Trump wanted people peacefully and orderly. He's a man of uh, law and order. Anyway, uh, before I get back to calls, I got to show you this other clip. This is O.J. Simpson. 
Anybody like O.J. Simpson? The juice is loose. This made me laugh, too. On trusting the government. The deep state. Clip 11. Uh, Clip 11, guys, hey. The real O.J. 32 tweeted this out. American suicide, he titled this, or he captioned this tweet. Uh, Hassan calls him his favorite human being, I think. (laughs) 49 seconds of O.J. Simpson's thoughts. Listen to this and tell me your thoughts. Here it is. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly here. Nice. Let me see if I got this right. Don't trust the media. Right. Don't trust our security agencies, FBI, CIA. Don't trust uh, the Justice Department. Don't trust the executive office. Right. And don't trust our election procedures, our voting. Well, I disavow that. Isn't this what Xi Jinping and and Putin? (laughs) All my life, this would be called communist propaganda. Hmm. And now we're doing it to ourselves. Indeed. I'm just saying. Take care. Well, thank you, O.J. Simpson, and that beautiful scenery. Where is he in Florida now? I don't know where he is. Based O.J. Simpson. <laughs> People think that he committed murder on that, on that white wife. Allegedly, maybe she was cheating on him with some other guy, and that other guy got murdered too, allegedly. But he got off. I remember when I was a freshman in high school seeing that chase. He was driving the, the Bronco truck thing away from the police and uh, he was the glove did not fit so you must acquit and then they caught him something else because he like tried to get his stuff back from from somebody in like Vegas or somewhere so he did go to prison for some time and then he got out no he's not dead he never died I don't think seems alive now OJ Simpson Nice voice, too. He was a talented uh, football player, I heard. And uh, the blacks and the degenerates seemed to be on his side. I remember... A f- <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, Ford. Ford. He's a Ford man. He aight. <laughs> he's all right. <laughs> says, I want to go fast. I disavow that. Oh, he committed murder, says Costa Mesa. I was young. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't care. The glove didn't fit, though, says Nugget Man. Well, I know, but uh, I watched Bonanza, I think, or one of those old TV shows where they put somebody in a trap and they're going to kill the person, but they don't want to kill the person right there. They want to leave and be long gone by by the time the person gets killed. And they put a guy tied to a tree, and then they had this uh, leather strap string thing going around a tree and around the uh, trigger of a gun, and they wet the, they wet the uh, leather, maybe, and when you let, wet the leather, it shrinks or something like that. And so it was tightening and going to pull the trigger, and the guy had to escape out of that trap. It's kind of like Batman, uh, the 60s Batman show. You escape the trap, and then the 
the leather doesn't tighten and, and pull. So leather shrinks. So maybe there's a leather grub in, glove and the glove shrank outside. Maybe. The glove could have easily fit. He just didn't put it, pull it on fully, says Kumia Retic- Reticulata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Excuse me. Pardon my, uh, my throat. <clears> throat. No, no, that's not Fifty Shades of Grey stuff. That's like a trap. Yeah, kind of like a... Sounds more like Saw 3. I only saw Saw 5. Nice little story, Hank. Thank you. Yeah, so maybe it shrank. It shrunk. Shrank? Uh, no, I, I mean, it seemed like the blacks and the degenerates. I had one friend, a, a brother, an older brother of my of one of my friends, he had a t-shirt promoting uh, O.J. Simpson. I'd never heard of O.J. Simpson. One, because I don't follow sports. And two, because I'm, like, sheltered and don't watch TV. And was a kid. And, uh... But he has this th- stuff of him being, like, a, an awesome football player. And so all the evil people were on his side to get him off. And so it seemed like the blacks wanted him to get off because he's black. Wife from Dana Point. South Orange County, huh? White wife. Uh, JLP writes about O.J. Simpson in uh, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. Crazy story that I learned from The Antidote was that his father was a... I told you guys this last week, I feel like, just fresh. Because I learned about something similar with uh, that... Italian-Irish actor, De Niro, Robert De Niro. Well, O.J.'s dad died of AIDS. He was like a, he turned into like a, I don't know, he cross-dressed or something and went to the Castro District, which is like the, the gay area of San Francisco, <laughs> I guess, something like that. I don't know. It sounds funny to say gay area of San Francisco. But anyway, uh... Ian Miles Chiang reacted to this tweet from uh, O.J. Simpson talking about don't question the government, don't question... Oh, no, he said, don't trust the media, don't trust the government, don't trust our justice departments, our security agencies or whatever, spy agencies, intelligence agencies. Uh, yeah, he seemed to be saying, trust the establishment. Shall I play it one more time? Let me play it one more time since I got off track. <laughs> I talked about OJ's personal life. Here's uh, Grandpa Daryl. Thank you, Dip- Grandpa Daryl. Here's clip 11 one more time. Hey, Twitter world. Yours truly here. Twitter world. <laughs> Let me see if I got this right. Don't trust the media. No. Don't trust our security agencies, FBI, CIA. Don't trust uh, the Justice Department. Don't trust the executive office. And don't trust our election procedures, our voting. I disavow that. We should trust them. Isn't this what Xi Jinping and and Putin? All my life, this would be (laughs) called communist propaganda. That's a thinking man. And now we're doing it to ourselves. Indeed. I'm just saying. Take care. What a nice guy, huh? He seems such a nice guy. 
OJ is a stupido. Says <laughs> James CR, whatever, I won't dox him. Uh, yeah, so Ian Miles Cheong is editorializing and translating for you guys, saying OJ Simpson says, don't ask questions and trust what the media and the government tell you. To question these narratives is to embrace Xi Jinping and Vladimir Putin. Communist propaganda. Communist propaganda. Well, the communists have come into America, and now we're not, we can't trust them. Because we have commie capitalist uh, stuff. Except our voting is on the up and up. Totally, I trust that. For the sake of my channel. I disavow any distrust of the, uh, our voting system, our elections. But, you know, FBI are a bunch of liberals. Media are a bunch of liberals. The executive branch are a bunch of liberals. Is a bunch of liberals? Because it is a branch is a bunch. Bundy was nice, too, says Big Bump. Yeah, Ted Bundy was nice, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm... Is that, are people feeling very pro-murderer nowadays? I don't know if... I don't know if, uh... This guy was a murderer. I don't even know if Ted Kaczynski was a murderer. Ted Kaczynski died. Did you guys hear about that? I don't know anything about Ted Kaczynski other than that he was what was called the Unabomber. And he had this manifesto that some people on the right appreciate. A lot of times, people who, who do evil, and maybe this guy did evil, if he's guilty, actually guilty of what he was convicted of doing, right? He was convicted, I think, of, uh, you know, murder, bombings, maiming people. That's not good. I disavow that. Shoot. Maybe he was angry. He was right about what he was saying, but maybe he was angry about it. Don't know. Apparently his brother got suspicious of him after more than a decade of shenanigans. I guess that's too loose of a, too kind of a word, shenanigans, too mild of a word. If you're, if you're bombing and killing and maiming people, I guess that's, uh, you shouldn't call that shenanigans. Maybe you could call it shenanigans. Kind of cute. Yeah, people say, like, it's the real Mr. Mad claims, and I disavow this just for the sake of my channel, but he says Ted Kaczynski didn't bomb anything. He was just anti-leftist. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Went about things wrong, says Shabot. Chabo. Yeah. A lot of times people who, people have valid complaints. Even some of you guys say that Black Lives Matter has valid complaints. They just falsely think that it's, that it's them. is because they're black. You know how, how the police violate people's rights? Because uh, nobody, knows, nobody knows or cares about your rights anymore. They're just doing the, doing the uh, enforcing the law selectively against the people made by the politicians. So uh, there, there's probably even some valid complaints from the Black Lives Matter scum of the earth, but their problem is they're angry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ted Kaczynski was just horsing around. I disavow that. 
<laughs> it's a real mystery, man. Uh, that's terrible. Anyway, I got to get back to calls, guys. Uh, there is one line open. Artie Art from Ohio has been on hold for quite some time. Art in Ohio, how you doing, man? I'm Art. Quite some time, Takey. Hey, quite some time. Indeed. Hey, uh, can you tell Lord Bibby, sorry, Lord Bibby, to throw me a couple of them Art Walskis best for me uh, to drink? Art Walskis? Yeah. Different oh, from Art Weiser's? Yeah. The uh, Milwaukee's best, the old Milwaukee's best. Uh, okay. Um, Art Walskis best, yeah. Give me a couple of them so I can get this conversation going and, uh, Telling the past, uh, Lord Bibby, to pass a couple of them to uh, my uh, boy, uh, Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, so he can drink one with uh, Art or whatnot from Ohio, so we can uh, drink two of these American beers or whatnot together, these patriotic beers together. That's yeah. the first thing. All wow. right. So, so first things first. Hey, have you ever have you ever just thought? I mean, I know you have, because then you don't talk plenty of time. Just think about it. Trump was never in politics. He came into the office, and he did all he did with all the stuff they was trying to do to uh, to uh, mess his name up, to try to criminally indict him on certain stuff while he was in office, or whatever that stuff was, the impeachment stuff. He did all this stuff, had a whole bunch of people that was working around him, was backstabbers, they was leaking stuff, the documents that weren't supposed to be getting leaked. And keep in mind, to be a politician, you have to uh, be in politics to know the ropes. He don't, he don't even know the ropes. So you mean to tell me somebody that was a businessman that's from being on TV don't came into politics and did everything that he's done? And uh, I, can, I can say uh, Artie Art from Ohio, I'm very thankful for everything that I don't see him do for black people in the uh, American uh, period or whatnot. But... Uh, I just find that awfully funny that a man that don't know the ropes had a whole bunch of people that was against him. They was trying to uh, do things to make him look look bad while he was in presidency. And then what's the crazy thing is, is y'all making him, trying to make him look bad, but to somebody logical like me, y'all making him look good because now I'm looking at y'all like, well, if he's able to do this in four years and he ain't never been in politics, why weren't y'all able to do this? Y'all been in politics for 47 years. Yeah, that's true. He's, and now I think if he if he gets back in, he'll be more ready than the last time. Maybe. Yeah. I hopefully they haven't softened him up, beaten him and softened him, made him tender. Hopefully he's yeah. tougher than ever. He might be. Yeah. I liked. I um, I really liked his performance in that uh, CNN town hall. I thought that was excellent. Yeah, I didn't get a chance. I see. I think I seen some little clips of it or whatnot. But I'm trying Same. to stay, trying to stay, trying to stay away from or whatnot. But uh, yeah, I just find I just I just find it awfully funny that uh, you know you got a lot of these people that's been in politics. Only thing that they seem to be helping is their bank accounts are getting bigger or whatnot. But he's come in and he does everything that I feel like he's done for America. And then my thing is this: let's say that the Democrats. They didn't like him or whatnot because he had bad policies or he uh, it was something in, that, in his policies that they didn't like. Well, let Artie Art from Ohio know so I can make the determination if they bad or not. But the problem is he didn't have any bad policies. Y'all just didn't like him because he didn't fit the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, 
uh, he didn't fit the narrative of uh, being a career politician. Yeah, true. Okay, he was and not. Second, he was he was against the evil mess that they were for, by and large. Yep. So that that's good. definitely was. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and just like I said about the old white man that shot through the door, uh, shot that uh, black boy. The same way I feel about this white lady that shot through the door. You shouldn't be shooting through no door, man. Banging on no door, any of that, man. Let's, I mean, every, we grown up, and every, I mean, I would expect and hope that everybody had put put their big boy uh, boxers or boxer briefs on or their big girl panties on. And uh, let's all know that the, uh, so just because somebody's coming and banging at your door don't mean that your life is in threat or you uh, fear uh, you fearing for your life or whatnot, man. That that it got to be a little bit more. Uh, was they huffing and puffing? Uh, did they was they screaming? They were gonna beat you up when they get on the other side of the door. It's got to be a lot more than that before you can say you know. And I'm just I'm just the, the narrative on that is just like oh the shooting through the door. It shouldn't even be a conversation. It shouldn't even you know you shouldn't should be shooting through the door and the, the self defense claim stuff you know. But that ain't where I really want to talk about. Yeah, I mean I I can't really comment on it. I. I don't know if I agree that there's never a time to shoot through a door, but like in in the case of the older man who shot the younger man, he shot through the glass door, so he saw what he was shooting at. It's not like he didn't see what he was shooting at. Exactly. And so, although it may have been like a dark figure, you couldn't make out who it was, but uh, I I don't know if it was right or wrong or what. So. so you're saying for every situation, every every situation is different than the other. Exactly. Yep. There you go. I'm with you. Yeah. So my 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 third thing is, uh, do you remember when you was a kid? I, I was just thinking. Somebody, I was listening to somebody yesterday, and I was just thinking. They said something. It was earlier today, and they said something. When when I was a kid, I remember I I couldn't wait to go to school to play on the jungle gym or chase a girl that I had a crush on around or to. Uh, go to school to uh, get extra milk or get one of them extra little cookies or something. Uh, what else? I couldn't wait to go to school to just to be able to laugh and clown around with my friends. This is I'm talking about in elementary school. So you liked going yeah, to uh, school so that you could see that girl you know, or play or be with your friends or get that chocolate milk or whatever. Yeah, and kids stuff. Like I yeah. mean, I'm learning this. I'm learning this stuff, but right. But the fun you know, was that, part of was the main draw of school, huh? Yeah, I want. I couldn't wait to go to school because I wanted to get on the bus and be able to. I, I remember the first time I got to sit in the back of the bus. I nice. remember having to sit at the. You know. So what I'm saying is, uh, I remember they uh, when I was younger, like I used to have problems with math, math and reading, okay. and I would get frustrated when I would come home or whatnot, and my mom would be helping me with the work, and sometimes I would start crying at the table because. I think she was twice raised a voice at me, uh, trying to get me to comprehend and stuff or whatnot. Yeah, you know them liberal, you, you, Yeah, you know them liberal moms. Yeah. So my thing is this: I remember like certain days where I knew I had to take a spelling test, or a day that I had to go back to school the next day, and I had to read out loud to the class. I'd be like, man, I don't want, kind of want to go to school because I, I don't know if I'm gonna pass this uh, math test, or I'm a, I don't really want to. Uh, read in front of the class or something that was in the curriculum that I knew I had to do the next day that had me nervous. So what I'm saying is they're pushing this uh, he, them, they, 
him, whatever it is, uh, cis stuff, this LGBTQ stuff, confusing the kids. To I, if I don't even know what the heck they talking about, how the heck is some dang on kids gonna know what they talking about? He, him, them, them, they, sir, sis, yeah, Sursky. I mean, all these little words. I mean, you supposed to be in school to learn the the English language is in the the dictionary. Not yeah. y'all making up stuff to fit a, a, a rainbow flag gay narrative. True. You see what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is they're emotionally messing with the kids because you got to think if a kid, if you as a kid, and we so simple minded as a kid, if I don't, if I don't know a certain pronouns, and I'm confused, and I, and I definitely would have been confused if I was in this little age group going to school with these kids. Uh, uh, what they talking about when they talking about a they them and I don't, I don't even know what y'all talking about. I wouldn't even be want to go to class. It would make me as a kid not even want to go to class. It would make me not want to talk to certain people, especially the teachers, because you know they they supporting a lot of this nonsense. So what I'm saying is they mentally are abusing the kids. Yeah, it really is. That's that's that that's that liberal woman stuff on steroids, if you will, yeah. or on hormone yeah. or on hormones, if you will. Like kind of like you were traumatized with your mother being impatient with you with learn how yeah. to read. Uh, that's yeah. what they're doing with to the kids with uh, this LGBT IQ propaganda. Yes, they are anti-racist yes, stuff. It's evil, and it's and it's turning and it's turning the kids off to where they don't, they're going to not they're not wanting to come to school. Which I can't be mad at them because. You, they ain't they they picking and choose who they want to teach to. Yeah, man. But that's really all. That's really all I wanted or whatnot. I just wanted to run that past you to put that on your brain or whatnot. And uh, shout out to the chat. I catch everybody later in your cast and the producers. And shout out to Jesse, man. We still rolling with Trump. Thank you, Art. Appreciate you, man. Take care. Yes, sir. Yep. Yeah, I never considered what that was like with the uh, being a kid. With all that LGBTIQ propaganda stuff. That's crazy. I remember being a kid and learning about the Japanese were our enemies. And I looked over to my, my best friend at the time. He was Japanese. Or half, to, anyway. And uh, I was like... <laughs> I, stuck, I stuck up my fist from across the room like, you're my enemy. <laughs> but it was playful. But I do remember learning about, oh, discrimination. I don't know if I ever learned the word racism in school. Maybe. But they did have the word discrimination, like it was a bad thing. Psh, I'm shaking my head. Uh, Hassan, did you, uh, did you want to comment on uh, OJ at all? <laughs> I love Orenthal James Simpson. Nice. What do you love about him? I mean, he's just silly. <laughs> he is silly. <laughs> he is kind of lovable. Yeah, uh, hey, he's Twitter. A- Hi, Twitter world. <laughs> exactly. He's like a, um, you know, he's just adorable, like Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> like, yeah, and he, KJP. Yeah, there's, he's just a, <laughs> he's just something else. Man. Yeah, that is interesting. There's a there's a scene in the OJ um, docu series where. Uh, after he was on the run in the Bronco, uh-huh. he came in and he was like about to faint, and he's like, 
Mama, can I get some OJ? Some oranges? <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, and that, alive at that's, the time? Actually, that's actually taken from, there's like real audio of him like with the police <laughs> saying the same thing. Man. It's, it's pretty funny. Was his mother, he was left to his mother by his father because his father left to be into this weird messed up sex stuff and then he eventually, well, he eventually died of AIDS, but he was, I think OJ was in his 40s when that happened. But yeah, I didn't know any of, a, of that. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Pretty wild. So it makes you kind of understand his uh, rambunctiousness. We'll call OJ rambunctious. We use nice <laughs> words for people nowadays. <laughs> the Unabomber was r- horsing around. No, I disavow. But, uh, okay, interesting, man. Yeah. Did you Were you aware of him when you grew up? No, not really growing up, but... Um... But I've gone back and kind of done another one, another person I've done a huge deep dive on and, okay. and studied all of the documentaries and stuff. And, I mean, it's just so crazy. Like, I saw a video of him. He was, like, hanging out with Michael Jordan. And, wow. Yeah, before, my- before time or after he was, got off? My, my, uh, before any of that happened. Okay. When and, he was um, still a star. Was he still an athlete? Or no, he was retired. Yeah, he know. had just retired okay. pretty recently, I think, after that. But um, this video that I saw was like 80s, probably. Oh, okay. And um, But it was just interesting because it was like Michael Jordan was like a young Michael Jordan. Right. And he like looked up to OJ so much. Wow. And... Yeah, he was a talented football, American football player, not, not this European stuff. Yeah, not soccer. And, and <laughs> like, really, one of the first athletes to cross over into like films and Hollywood and oh, wow. commercials, and he was he was the Hertz guy, you know. This was all before my awareness of things. Yeah, because. I just remember the Bronco. That's when I started hearing about O.J. Simpson was yeah. after the alleged murders. Yeah. Murders. No, I know. Me too. But that's why going back, it's interesting because it's not just that he was like just a famous football player. He was like Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan. Yeah. Like he was Wow. a, you know, that's why it was such a big deal, I think, the yeah. case because it was like. This guy was beloved. He was a star. He was a beloved, black, successful man. Yeah. And the white man's trying to take him down. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people thought that way. Anyway. Yeah, that's definitely how Johnny Cochran ended up. He uh, cast it that way, huh? Yeah, turning the narrative. And if Exploiting. you think about it, he was kind of like the first. Johnny Cochran was kind of like the first, uh, I-, I dare to say, race hustler in the sense <laughs> of like being able to. You know, as f- in terms of the lawyers, yeah, as far as yeah. the lawyers and like creating the narrative of like because he's black, you're right. Well, there, <laughs> there always was Jesse Jack before them was Jesse Jackson yeah, yeah. and Al Sharpton, and I guess Louis Farrakhan to an extent, huh? Yeah, that's true, but still, like, but you're right, this is I a guess lawyer, lawyer, yeah, yeah, and making it to where, um, yeah, I mean, he started to become the. The go-to guy. Interesting. Because he also got Kobe Bryant off of that. Johnny Cochran, was, what was he? Was he black? He was black. Okay. He was the black lawyer. 
He got who off? Kobe Bryant, also. Oh, really? He got Kobe off of, for that alleged rape thing. Yeah. Well, that's good, because I don't think that they should have gotten accused of or were convicted of rape. Because I remember he got a tattoo after that, and it said, um, JC saves me. <laughs> and that meant Johnny Cochran, <laughs> well, not, G- not Jesus Christ. That was the, yeah, that became the joke. <laughs> uh, Big Bump says, Ben Crump is definitely the new Johnny Cochran. Wow. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Except worse. Well, I don't know, because back then I wasn't really aware. So yeah. I can't say that he's worse, because it's probably evil back then, too, maybe. Interesting, man. I will say that I did watch a recent interview of OJ about six months ago. Okay. And I will just say, if he didn't do any of this stuff. Like the murders. The murders and everything. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, this man really has been through some serious, like, persecution. Oh, okay. You know, like, think about that. Like, think about if he actually didn't do it. Because people, I mean, I have lived under the basic assumption that he did it. Yeah, me too. And, and I'm not uh, saying and, that he didn't. It but... seems like everybody knows that he did it. <laughs> and I don't know, no. I don't know. Yeah. But it seems like everybody knows that he did it and then he got off. Yeah. <laughs> and that's probably true. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying, imagine if there... Let's just say that he didn't. Right. I mean... Man. Yeah. Like, that's... That's that's, rough. That's serious stuff. And he has a pretty good attitude. He does. Hey, Twitter world. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but people... It's so controversial. I think the race thing helped him because people take up for uh, the blacks and feel sorry for them. And then, also, you just have to live your life. You're not thinking about that constantly. It's just other people think of that when they think of you. Yeah. And... you can get past that. You don't have a reputation. Yeah, like that's JLP true. Says. But, I mean, f- for someone who clearly was in love with his, it, from what that's it seemed, right. his reputation. and Everybody his, loved him. Yeah. Or like, a lot of people loved him. And he even talked about it in this recent interview. He's like, you know, I, I don't know. I just think, I think it's interesting because to have to go through that, yeah. if he is innocent... I mean, it's that's high level persecution or ego death to have to kind of right to see as an example of somebody. But yeah. who knows? I mean, I guess either way, it's still kind of an interesting uh, lesson and in, to see it in somebody. Do me a favor, look into the Unabomber for me and give me a report sometime <laughs> okay. if you can. Yeah, what what's what's that whole sh- thing about? Uh, he wrote a manifesto that people that rang true with a lot of people. Uh. But he bombed people over, bombed universities and airports or something like that, allegedly, over, maybe he was convicted. But conviction, like, we don't know what that means. I don't know what that means necessarily. Yeah. Uh, over the course of more than a decade. In the, a, in the 90s? A, into the 90s, yeah, from like this 70s or, eight, or 80s into the 90s. And... Like, 16 bombings, three people died, several others injured for life, Mm. and many others hurt. And uh, he didn't like technology and how tech, you know, like, he kind of predicted the decline of civilization and society and morals with technology. 
And he also didn't like the liberals, <laughs> I guess. Interesting. Uh, and he was... They, some people say that he was right about a lot of stuff. Some people say he was right about everything. But some people say he went about stuff wrong. I don't know. Uh, and the FBI was on his case. They were the ones who called him the Unabomber. Ted Kaczynski. And uh, Sticks Hexenhammer 666 said that he could have done anything in his life, been a successful, rich person, but instead he went about the life that he chose. And I guess he was in prison for since like the mid to late 90s until t- the other day he allegedly committed suicide or found dead in his cell at 81 years old with the advent of AI. Interesting timing. But I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I've always heard about the Unabomber, but I used to get it confused with the, uh, the it's, it's not the same as the Oklahoma bomber, right? Right. It's not the same as... Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on that guy's name, but that guy was also supposedly right-wing. Yeah. And, and he was upset about, I think, the Waco thing, the David Koresh thing. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I remember the Oklahoma City bombing because I was at a pizza joint, Petrillo's, Mama Petrillo's, or something, with my grandparents and my little brother. That was, uh, yeah, that guy allegedly bombed a chunk out of the building. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, cause Timothy think, McVeigh was that guy, yeah, and yeah. he was kind of a right-winger, a white. Yeah, I think his manifesto was, uh, if I'm not the mistaken. The feds are it, evil. Yeah, and, and I something. think he mentioned something about the Waco thing. Yeah, Waco was when they, uh, what was it, Clinton attacked, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Some it, whites. It was, it was Clinton, yeah. Yeah. Terrible things. The government versus the people. It's not a good situation. And that guy in uh, Ruby Ridge. Yeah, right. Ruby Ridge might, have been, might be one of the ones that I'm thinking about, because I learned a little bit about Ruby Ridge recently. Yeah. Another case of them going after a guy. I think they tried to... The, they tried to fed this guy, like uh, get him to buy some or do some illegal weapons thing. And they finally, some guy was so persistent, some fed was so persistent, according to some story that I heard. And I don't know if any of it's true. Uh, that it was some weapon that he wasn't supposed to have or make or something. And so the feds were there and then they shot his wife and kid and dog or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think his wife uh, died. Yeah. And then he died recently, I think, in the last year or two, if I'm not mistaken. Terrible, terrible stuff. Yeah, the ATF. And you can't really trust what you're told about it because, yeah, Randy Weaver. Yeah, the ATF. Psst. Terrible. Anyway, thank you, Hassan. Yes, sir. It's time for some Chinese music. How about? We're past time, actually. Let's listen to Jackie. This is a nice snapping song, sort of a cappella-ish. I hope you enjoy it. I don't have the name of the tune. We'll have to uh, somebody shazam it for me (laughs) so I can give you the info. Uh, Here it is. Hope you enjoy it. You musical Philistines, you can press mute. You can... Cover your ears and sing la la la. And you're right, my shirt. Somebody in the chat was like, hey, he looks like a kid in that shirt. Uh, it's a, it's a, 
I feel like I'm swimming in this medium. It feels like a large almost. But it's not bad. Not a bad fit. Uh, grin and bear it, you musical Philistines. Or go outside, shovel snow, rake leaves, plant your garden, harvest your crops, crack the whip on the help. Don't, but don't be abusive to the help. Be a good master. But I'll be right back for hour two. For the rest of hour two, that is. Your calls and more stories. Hang tight. So good. <laughs> Boys, two men. Jackie Cheung. So nice. That was by Jackie Chiang, and I shall paste the Shazam link and see if I can <laughs> see if I can find that for you guys. How do we pronounce this word? Translate.google.com. Sneaking gas station I. Tu to xian jia yo xian. Something like that. Canto Pop by Jackie Cheung. Right on. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that, in my opinion, beautiful music. That's my opinion.
and I'm sticking to it. Uh, anyway, very nice. Let's get to uh, Rachel, a first-time caller in West Virginia, who's been on hold forever. Rachel, thanks for calling and holding. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Nice. What's I up? just had a couple like realizations and things, like uh, thinking about stuff. And the OJ thing is just uh, kind of another example, but to set up the platform or structure or whatever, it's kind of like the old cliche. I believe it. Shakespeare said, "All the world is a stage, and all its people with actors." Yeah. Right. So, like, but it's uh, misleading in the way that we, um, you know, lie by omission and saying that we're all actors because, like Jesse says all the time about kind of sitting through the pain. We yeah. can be at the audience as well. We can step back and be the audience and look at the stage and look at the actors for who they are and what they are. Yeah, true. And um, so, like, you know, OJ, big figures, they're uh, big-time actors. They have large audiences. They like to force group us all. And so we don't think of ourselves. But <clears throat> anyways, basically, the privilege thing is uh, also another one of those games because looking at the word privilege and taking it back to the Latin root privus mean, is uh, simply one's own. And um, privilege, like the word private, is the same root. It's a private thing. Privilege is only recently have we been confused and grouped it together as though it's a group of people, like the experience of privilege. It's not a group of people that experience a privilege. It's a perspective of people okay. that um, have that privilege. And the privilege is not anything of a physical nature. It's intangible. It's the truth. The truth is what sets us free and shows us the stage and the actors for who they are. It's how we can step back and say, you know what? The lie that school always told me that I'm the most important thing in my education is the most important thing. Therefore, I'll be selfish in that pursuit and only see that one thing and be single-minded as a Sith, so to say. And then, you know, plug in the fact that family might want to make me feel and believe that my most important thing in this world is to be a mother, to be a good daughter, you know, like families will do, coding their young with the program of life in the way that they see fit. Um, again, it's not pointing to a right or wrong. It just is. Like, O.J. may believe the lie that, you know, this is a type of propaganda not to believe <laughs> the media. He right. may believe that because he was coded with that, the big scare, the big red scare, and commies, and we all got it right. So he he believes that yeah. lie. He he doesn't want to step outside of the stage or outside of the role he plays to to admit that that the last person to walk this earth to tell us the truth was Jesus. Everybody else is a biased in one way or another, whether we're wise to it or not. I'm recently waking up off of you know I have two young kids as five and two and a half, and of course, like all pregnant women while I was pregnant, I was the most important thing, and my health and knowledge and everything was the most important thing, and it's a lie. It's a yeah. lie. The lie that our job's the most important thing. The only thing that's the most important thing is God. God is the one that um, 
shows us this cage or this stage, and he was mentioning anecdotes earlier. There's actually one everybody can look it up, and it's it's what uh, started this frame of thinking, the structure of uh, the platform that I'm on now, and it's the monkeys and the ladder anecdote. Businesses formulated it to try and get uh, business-minded uh, people and their businesses to look at things differently. And it goes something like, there's a laboratory, there's a team of scientists, and they take five monkeys, they put them in a cage. In that cage, they put a ladder. And at the top of that ladder, there's a bunch of bananas. And the only way to access access the bananas, of course, is to climb the ladder. Also, the scientists set up a hose with ice cold, cold water. And anytime any monkey attempts to climb the ladder, they will shoot the other monkeys in the group with the ice cold water from the hose. <laughs> okay. It doesn't it doesn't take long for the monkeys to realize what's going on. But then the group starts socially enforcing you don't touch that ladder, you don't climb on that ladder. Nobody gets the banana. Oh right? yeah. Interesting. Okay, so they all right, here we go. Here we go with the protesters and whatnot jumping on their social uh, causes. Same thing, plug them in there. They're that group of monkeys in a cage, unaware of the cage, unaware of the scientists and everything. They're socially enforcing a behavior because they're afraid. But this is this goes further. Then the scientists start removing a monkey. They'll take a monkey. After they've learned this rule, and all the monkeys stop t- touching the ladder and climbing the ladder, so they get bored, right? They remove one monkey from the group, put in a new monkey. Entirely new, has never seen the ladder, the cage, or the bananas. Of course, he tries to climb the ladder. The monkeys beat him, socially enforced not to do it. Okay, they do this one by one, removing a monkey. Eventually, they have a brand new group of monkeys that have never seen the water hose. They don't even know why they're not allowed to climb the ladder. Whoa. But if you was to able to sit down and look, step back and look at them and talk to them and ask them the question, why don't you climb that ladder? They say, I don't know. That's the way we do things around here. <laughs> that is How interesting. How many times have you heard that? Yeah. Yeah, and we don't even realize, but that, and, that. And think about the generations that they've pushed this stuff on. People believe in racism, and they're trying to make it so that there's generations of believing in the LGBTIQ mess. And Here's don't the say one this, I'm waking up that. off of. Go ahead earnestly seeking God my entire life, raised in a religious family, have a Baptist preacher for a grandfather. (laughs) However, traditions of man and whatnot, he only sees it that way. And me earnestly seeking God, when I found out I'm about 15, 16 years old about the Apocrypha books, and I said, wow, wow, Grandpa, there's more to the story. There's other books that, and he was just afraid. His his faith was challenged. He didn't want me seeking God in that way. He didn't want me seeking God outside of his platform, outside of his structure. Uh-huh. All he saw was me questioning. Now, questioning God is completely de- different from seeking God. And then there's the principle of idle meat in the Bible, which is the principle that some things that are a sin are for some for some and not for others, and that comes from our platform on which we stand and what we understand. Right. My grandfather has milk goggles on. He only understands and accepts the milk of the message, the simplicity of the message. He doesn't understand the intricacies or the, the nuance. The devil's in the details, and that's what 
they're afraid of the moment you start looking at the details. But if you have the faith and love of God to realize that your truth will set us free, no matter how ugly that truth is or no matter how crushing it is to a woman's soul, to realize that it wasn't my right to be a mama bear and be all hateful and say that I'm the most important thing. It's my privilege to be a mother to two children and um, be a part of their life and discovering God as well. That's the, I mean, it's the platform and the structure that you look at it. And the word privilege, now that I know it is one's own, it is a pe- 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 peculiar thing and a private thing. Privilege is no longer a dirty, dirty word to me because nice. I walk with God's privilege. Well, I appreciate it, Rachel. It's nice to hear from you from West Virginia. Yep, yeah. I'm a dumb country bumpkin, but I'm no early summer pumpkin. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Hope to hear Later, from you again. Later, Gator. Right. After a while, crocodile. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye. Nice. I forgot to do the super chats, guys. Hang on. Over on uh, streamlabs.com slash the hate report. Birdie Bound Bryant says, Love the show, James. Go Yankees. Nice. I'm wearing the Yankees shirt. In honor of my hero, my favorite baseball player ever, Josh Donaldson. I only like him because he's made fun of that Tim Anderson guy and said, What's up, Jackie? But no, he was no Jackie Robinson. He complained. He didn't, doesn't play like that. Thank you, Birdie Bound Brian. Ray Lay Jim 99 on Streamlabs. Thanks for your show, man. Movie recommendation. Watch No Man of God. It came out in 2021 starring Elijah Wood from Lord of the Rings. Interesting. Thank you for the recommendation. Ray Lay Jim 99. Kohlberger Art. On Streamlabs, my wife wants to teach you some Chinese due to your song selection. Ping me on Discord, Hake, for your free alpha testers, not beta. Nice. Thank you, Coldburger Art. Appreciate it. Uh, Chinese, or uh, is, it, is it Mandarin or Cantonese? Nice. <laughs> uh, but thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, I was using learnchineseeasy.com. Like 10 years ago, I was trying to learn it. Um, A.K. Morgan bought a coffee. I was hanging out with a buddy of mine, actually. And just to hang out, I went to a Chinese class with him. I took the Chinese class with him. That was fun. Rio Hondo College. It's around the time that Obama got elected the first time. A.K. Morgan bought a coffee. I have a Chinese name. A.K. Morgan bought a coffee on Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi, I mean. K-O-F-I.com slash the Hague Report. The 304 is a code word for... <coughs> I disavow. <laughs> when you type 304 in a calculator, yeah, Big Bump told me this too, and turn it upside down, it spells H-O-E. Just a little FYI. Thank you, A.K. Morgan, for that coffee on Kofi.com slash the Hague Report. K-O-F-I, I mean. Yeah, because... Uh, pardon my voice. I was, oh no, learn Chinese E-Z, E-Z. No, not, not spelled out. Learn Chinese E-Z. E, letter E, letter Z, dot com. It's still there. That's funny. 
Uh, yeah, but during, a during, uh, the radio show with Jesse Lee Peterson today, we read a super chat from somebody. I probably can pull it up. Talking about, talking about, uh, Okay, uh, Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong. Wrinkle Hands Bing Bong, I heard, is a lady. Saying, what's wrong with the 304s? <laughs> uh, on D-Live, with a diamond over there on the Jason Lee Peterson show. Anyway, thank you guys. Uh, I, think, I feel like there may have been another super chat there. Okay. We're all clear on Rumble. We're all clear on uh, Odyssey. Oh, there's a couple of diamonds on my D live. Rit <laughs> DJ Ampa Jean Pa says wrist wrist I can't say it the way you spelled it. <laughs> Reticular activate actuated. Quit faking smartiness. Ja J A H. James Anton Hake, Anton Hake. Uh, it's the real Mr. Matt is ticked. Ted K is innocent, says DJ Onpa, Jean Pa on D Live with a Diamond, which I disavow for the sake of my channel. I think all convictions are proper and all acquittals are proper and all elections are proper on the up and up, most secure ever. For the sake of my channel, <laughs> I'm like going past whatever uh, YouTube is doing for their censorship. I'm like making sure to. Kiss up. Uh, reticular activator. I learned in, in college. I went to college and took marketing class. And that was the one thing I learned. A reticular activator is when you think you're going to buy a, uh, a, uh, a manly car. No. I don't know. When you think you're going to buy a Hummer, all of a sudden you start, start seeing Hummers. Because I didn't want to say Prius, okay? All of a sudden you start seeing Hummers everywhere. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that your retinas are activated to notice them. And a scotoma is the opposite. Something that you see so much, you stop seeing it. Like it's there all the time, and you just stop noticing it. Scotoma. At least that's what it is in the marketing term that my teacher told me. Professor. Nice. Uh, so anyway... Yeah, I'm not smarty pants. But it was interesting that that guy uh, from Ocala knew what I was talking about. That's cool. Okay. I think that's it for those. Before I get back to calls, hang tight callers. Check this out. I don't understand black. Maybe Hassan can translate. He might understand black. Clip 12. I bleeped the one part I knew to bleep. Hopefully I bleeped everything that I needed to bleep. Uh... Uh, Rap House TV 2 tweeted this out. I disavow their platform. They're, uh, but they're a reliable news outlet. And they report DJ Drama, whoever that is, allegedly got robbed last night in Toronto. And this was tweeted out. When was it tweeted out? Uh, when they say last night, that means at least a couple of nights ago. June 11th at 8 in the morning, they tweeted it out. So Friday night, I guess. Or Saturday night or something? 
Yeah, Saturday night, I guess, was when it allegedly happened. Grimming, grimacing face emoji. Like cringe emoji? Grimacing face. When you go... <sighs> the goons... Goons? Are they goons? Is that like bad guys? Who did it? Shout out Drake! Wide eyes looking emoji. Eyes emoji. Little 15 second clip. And uh, hopefully I, I disavow all gang signs as well. Uh, here's the uh, clip. Of the bad guys. This what you f***ing get for not checking in. Shout out boy Drizzy, eh? Triple G's, you know how you rock slap. Blah. Blah. Whoa. That's aggressive. And the caption read, did you guys get, catch that? And so it, these, uh, the caption read, GGG, triple G. Does that have anything to do with glizzies? Glizzers? Is it glizzers or glizzies? Uh-oh. Uh, GGG, demons, rob and assault DJ drama last night in Toronto, and the robbers shout out Drake. And <laughs> Drake is a, a, is a rapper, I guess. I thought of him as a singer, but I guess some people call him a rapper. Some people call him the best rapper ever, including Kanye West, I think, uh, who's also part black, part Jewish, and part rapper, and Canadian, and part singer. And some people say that he's soft, but that's funny. And they're all wearing, like, ski masks. And they're wearing gold watch and carrying the gold jewelry that I guess allegedly they stole from this DJ drama person, whoever that is. Stay away from Toronto, Canada. What does that mean to check in? Checking in. (laughs) Do you know what checking in means? It's usually referred to as when you go to a city that um, you're visiting, Uh you need to... uh, you need to speak with whoever is kind of in charge or running the show in that in that city. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. And each, but how would they? Would he know to check in with this? These are these GGG. <laughs> well, the, drama and Drake also have had an alleged, uh, somewhat of a tiff. Oh, back okay. in the day, so. There's really no telling, but right. they could they could feel like they're just doing that on behalf of Drake. But right, who knows if Drake has any? Drake probably disavows this. I I I, I would <laughs> it's safe to say. Yeah. Wow, that's scary. That guy was all aggressive. Was he Hispanic or black or black Hispanic? He sounded, or was he India Indian? Because up in Canada they have a lot of Indian. Pakistanis and India, Indians. No one cares, hey, <laughs> says Kevin Howe. Do you know anything about, else about this? Not much, but I mean, I guess a good comparison of checking in would be like in the 90s, if you came to L.A., you would maybe want to check in with, you know, Suge Knight. Or, <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, these types of folks. Hey, I'm coming to town. Uh, be nice to us, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bring gifts. Something like that. It's a pretty silly thing. I mean, I think most, uh, <laughs> most, s- some men feel like right. It's silly. Yeah, true. But you never know. It's nice to say hello. 
<laughs> I suppose. Uh, the comments were what was funny. Y'all making these TikTok videos but couldn't make a PowerPoint in school. Them, oh, I forgot to censor some of this stuff. Them N-words, guys, this is a black saying this, flashing all those maple leaves or whatever they call money in Canada. These are the most polite robbers I've ever seen, is what he said. Wow, that's not, that didn't seem that polite. But he did have an accent. I had a stroke trying to comprehend what he said. When I hear them speak inward, what? <laughs> uh, they're going to try to blame Drake now. Uh, so now you have to check in in Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Or people call it Toronto or Toronto. I should have brought Nick in here for this. <laughs> I've uh, heard it's uh yes, there's some rough parts. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. Somebody said somebody made the point every country has bad spots. Jane and Fitch. Is that a cross street that you want to avoid? Regent Park. See, Nick knows he's Canadian or the dirty areas. Canadians know where not to go in America, but Americans don't know where not to go in Canada. Common sense is gone. GGG, Gucci Glizzy Gang. Is that where Nick got the Glizzy thing? Is that about, uh, is that about the um, hot dogs? Hot dogs are glizzers or glizzies. Glizzers. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, a year ago or so, Toronto Police Emergency Task Force reportedly raided Go Get em Gang, GGG. You can't say that, says Nico. I didn't get the pass. So anyway, uh, Torontology Reddit says GGG is the top gang right now, but it doesn't have any high votes. It has zero karma, which I disavow karma anyway. So, uh, I don't know. But that's, that's the world out there. Be careful. Don't go outside. <laughs> anyway, let me get to William in California. He knows. William in California, thank you for holding, man. I just wanted to get that culture out for the people. Oh, yeah. What's going on, 005? Not much. How about you? Oh, it's all right. Uh, I, I had to cut your show short Friday because I know I got my neighbor looking at you, too. Oh, cool. and I, came, I just left. I couldn't take it anymore, James. It was nothing against you. My neighbor met me outside five houses down. He put his hands up in the air. He said, what's up with James? You <laughs> <laughs> spent 20 minutes on the phone with somebody, dude. It made no sense at all. That's but funny. It, yeah, it, I told you. You're trying to stop you from reporting the news. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't um, remember who I talked to. I'll to bring out. up Trayvon Martin, I'm like, oh, God, oh yeah, go. I got I sucked. Go I got sucked into arguing about you got Trayvon. Stuck, man, you were stuck like you was on crack. I'm like, <laughs> what is wrong with James? This is not even hard. <laughs> what is he doing? But uh, uh, golly, man, as I'm holding on the phone, I'm looking at the news. We got quite a bit on this day in history. Frederick, I was talking the greatest, to for twenty. Ronald Reagan 20 said, "Tear down this wall." Yeah. Mr. That's right. That's right. Was that a good thing or a bad thing? A good thing. It ended the Cold War. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The greatest. Although, now, 
Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's good to end a war. That's true. I that's a, that was one of the most dangerous wars is the Cold War because that's a threat of nuclear war. Yeah. So, uh, quite a few things in the news. I wanted to talk about the uh, daughter and mother who killed Grandma and chopped her all up in pieces out there in the Carolinas, somewhere out there on the east. Whoa. Um, but then as I'm looking at that, I see some uh, about 20 black teenage kids, girls mostly, they just tear up the 7-Eleven out there in Mesquite, Texas. It's uh, northeast of Dallas. Okay. Uh, the the checker didn't want to, did, wouldn't let them, wouldn't sell them any uh, cigar products. Nice. They were underage. Yeah. So they jumped over the counter and beat everybody up, tore the store up, got five arrested. That's wild. Wild as hell. Then up here in the Bay Area, uh, what's that? Mission District, 14 shot. Fillmore District, one shot. Castro District, somebody beat up. Heard you talking about the Castro District, about was that OJ's daddy? Yeah. Yeah, you know, OJ, that's our boy up here in the San Francisco, up there at Galileo High School. Uh, OJ um, wasn't the first, actually, as uh, Jim Brown. Oh, yeah, Jim Brown was a legend as well. The movies, the movies. Yeah, Jim Brown retired, like, only nine years of playing and broke everything. And wow. he was still very, very fresh and could have still played. And uh, I think he just recently died, too. Yep. Um, uh, but um, OJ it was quite talented. Um, what made him unique was OJ Simpson was huge. The running backs are like stocky, but OJ Simpson was huge and he was a track star. You have to realize OJ Simpson and Howard Cosell had one hell of a relationship too. Um, uh, actually from when he was in college because, um, uh, OJ's first wife, you got to think about this. Marguerite was one of the prettiest girls in San Francisco. I mean, she made Nicole look like nothing. Oh, she wow. Was a very good looking woman. Yes, she was not mildly attractive. She <laughs> was attractive. Uh-huh. And um, OJ ran on that 4 by 100 meter relay team of USC. Oh, he was in a track star as well, huh? Broke the world record. The college team of the University of Southern California, when OJ was going to school, they broke the cop. They broke, no, they, they didn't break the college record. They broke the world record. You know what that means? Our Olympic team was not as fast as USC. Wow, that's interesting, man. And that's where yeah, how you, there was a show we had called Wide World of Sports. And they would have different events every Saturday. Well, anyway, they had the track meet finals, AAU finals um, on. And this is when Howard and OJ started having a relationship. It was Howard Cosell who started actually calling him Juice. He said, this is the kid running the third leg, and he can really fly. He's huge. He's the tailback during the football season. He gets the baton, and he's just absolutely tearing that turn up. This is the juice. O.J. Simpson. Now, O.J. started playing in movies actually before he even retired. That's pretty impressive, man. 
That's cool. He played in, it was the Poseidon, no, was it the Poseidon Adventure? No, he played in Towering Inferno. That was about the building in downtown San Francisco that was on fire, and he played, I think, a security guard or something. And everybody was trapped in the building that was on fire and all that. And he, uh, the Naked Gun. He was in Naked Gun? Yeah. I didn't know that. See, quite I never, a, I, did, I was sheltered from all these movies. Quite a bit of things happened in OJ's life. Uh, uh, he gets Nicole even before he's even divorced with uh, Marguerite because OJ had a son that uh, drowned in the pool. He had a baby. There was a baby son that drowned in the pool at home out there in Hollywood. Uh-huh. And um, when that kid drowned, I think OJ and Marguerite's marriage just went sour. And um, Nicole actually knocked on the door before he was even divorced and said, is OJ home? And Marguerite didn't even think about it twice and just said, okay, I'll go get him and that's it. And put the check in the mail. And um, this would be Jason, was it Arnell and Jason's mother. Those are the black kids, the two oldest. Yeah, I don't, I'm, not fam- I'm not familiar with his well, children at all. she's a model. She's a, she's a video dancer and model. She was at one time for like a lot of... Uh, top acts, you know, R. Kelly, a lot of different people. She would appear in a lot of videos. O.J.'s oldest daughter, Arnell, is absolutely stunningly beautiful. Uh-huh. But um, the the thing with O.J. Simpson, the case, is everybody has an opinion, and that's okay. Right. But there's a lot of things that weren't looked at. It's the fact that that Faye Resnick thing kicked in. And I'm not familiar with Faye that Resnick part either. The girlfriend, she's the girlfriend of Nicole. Okay. And it is alleged that OJ, they both had, Faye Resnick went into rehab and it was alleged that Faye Resnick and, and Nicole, they, they had a cocaine habit and OJ paid the bill a few times. Oh man. And you shouldn't it, enable it, a cocaine it, habit. Well, I don't know, man. It's just is kind of crazy. Although you don't want to get you, them killed because a drug dealer may no, come back and kill you. No, you do not. You do yeah. not. You do not. But, uh, I mean, he's taking care of this woman. He's divorced from this woman. But he's taking care. She's, he's supplying everything. And uh, he even paid, paid the drug bill. They kind of played down Nicole's part in that. Faye Resnick is on record that uh, she had a big cocaine problem. And, um some of these celebrities, when they get into the drugs and everything, it's not the level of drugs that regular people that go to work every day. Uh, this is uh, a lot of money, a yeah. lot of money. And uh, OJ allegedly paid the bill a few times, and then the dots start connecting. See, the, the, the case was probably the perfect case for everybody to look at because it was lasted oh. a year. So, and, um, so are you saying that it's possible? Are you... Suggesting it may be possible that this was a drug uh, murder yes. and yes. not OJ. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That, absolutely. Because, see, look, um, Brentwood, let's put the dots together. Brentwood is very quiet at night. They're walking the dogs. It's yep. really quiet and everything. This is what happened to this girl. She was almost just almost decapitated. Mm, and terrible. Ron Goldman, he's slumped up over the tree under the tree he gets ambushed he's fought they 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 did the autopsy on him and they said his knuckles were swole up like you wouldn't believe so he was in a fight for his life uh-huh. and 
nobody heard a thing hmm. in this kind of a neighborhood. It was, it's the strangest thing in the world. So were there more, were there more than one people, more than one person? I don't know. I, who knows? Yeah. But this is the perfect case to show you with our judicial system, it is innocent until proven guilty. Yeah. Now, Cochran played the race card somewhat. Right. He, he actually started doing it more after the case because okay. he picked up a lot of clients. Yeah. But I would say Ben Shapiro was that guy. Uh, Shapiro, Ben Shapiro? Or Cochran. Yeah, I would say Shapiro would, would have been that guy. Was it Ben Shapiro or was it a different Shapiro? Not to be confused uh, with the, Ben Shapiro. The, no, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about um, Robert Shapiro. Robert Shapiro, okay. That makes yeah, more sense. I would say I would say Robert Shapiro would be that first guy to do all it, you know, get these guys off and everything. Okay, but uh, I, I, the dots really started connecting, and the case started falling apart when they put that glove that was in an airtight box and oh, and then Mexicans for if, a year, and then they put it on his hand, and then he said, "This," and I quote him. This is O.J. Simpson. If you look at any of his pictures playing football, you can't even see the football. His hands are so massive, uh-huh. which is true. And um, he was huge. That's true. He actually could I'm going to say O.J. barely could walk. Hmm. His knees were so bad. Oh, and wow. I, so I asked before my father died, Years ago, I said, what do you think? Because we all have an opinion. Right. It's a really, really complicated case. Uh-huh. He's in the Marine Corps. He knows about killing. He knows about all this stuff. Yes, he said, I don't know who did that. Yeah. But I can tell you whoever did it, that's some impressive work. You took out two people. Nobody heard nothing. And they were damaged. Those bodies were in that kind of a condition. He said, I've got to question that. Well, if there were okay, no fires, we'll no shots fired, then people might not nothing. hear anything. Nothing. Yeah. Strange as hell. Strange as hell. I didn't think about it till he told me that. He said, whoever did that, that's impressive work. That's coming from a Marine. Said, we, we specialize in ambushing and all of that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. I don't know who did that, but that seems like that's a trained killer. Who did that? I cannot put my finger on it. That's what he told me. I said, hmm. hmm. Then I thought thinking about the cocaine thing. And I said, hmm. <laughs> and then I said, this is a country that has the innocent until proven guilty. Right. As far as Johnny Cochran being an attorney, I'm not a fan of anybody getting killed. I'm not going to say OJ did or didn't. I am going to say that Johnny Cochran did a damn good job as a defense attorney. All he right. He did what he was supposed to do, and that's getting his, getting his client off. Whether everybody likes it a lot. What I didn't like, James, is how the blacks handled it after he was proven innocent. I know. Celebrated. It was like it was their guy. I didn't, I didn't like that part. I didn't right. like that part. At the same time, wasn't that um, wasn't that just shortly after Rodney King? I think it was. It was not long after. Uh, it was. It was, a, it was a few years later. It was maybe a few to several years. I was like in fourth grade. Plus or minus, yeah, it probably was like a with, year or two, right? With Rodney King, and then I was in, I was in high school. No, I want to say it was like four or five years. Okay. After the Rodney King riots, because yeah. I was in like right. fourth or sixth grade, somewhere around there, right. with Rodney King right. riots. What was that? Nineteen ninety four, and Something then like uh, ninety 
596 was... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Might have been only like a year or two later. Just felt mm-hmm. like more. Cause then you got Johnny Cochran. I know Al Collin. Al Collin, his best friend. Uh-huh. Al Collin was with O.J. Simpson at Galileo High School. Al Collin was with O.J. Simpson at San Francisco City College. Al Collin was with O.J. Simpson at USC, and Al Collin went to the Buffalo Bills and the 49ers with O.J. Simpson. So they were best friends. Actually, Marguerite was going with Al Collin in high school, and O.J. took her from Al. But they were st- they were all friends. Huh. But this case was the perfect case to show innocent until proven guilty. Same with Kyle Rittenhouse. Right. Well, that one was a clear... I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse, there was never any question that he was innocent. No question. Yeah. (laughs) Same thing with uh, uh, George Zimmerman. You're right. They did not get no time. They didn't deserve it. That was clearly innocent unless proven guilty. The the fat Lizzie-looking broad, she told on him that he got in the house... And did he call her? He told her if she was there or something. I don't know. He said, I'm, I'm, gonna going go out, do I'm going back outside to see what's going on with this white boy. Right. He doubled and back. He went back out there to see they what's thought. going on with that white boy, and he didn't come back. He yeah. found out. Terrible. And what I didn't appreciate about uh, Trayvon Martin is that he was a little, little, little thug. Well, yeah. not really little. He's 6'4. Was he that tall? Great picture. They put his 10th, 6th grade picture on. It's Benjamin Crump. It's ridiculous. Put his great picture on. Put everybody in an uproar. I didn't like it at all. He went out there and he beat up the guy, and the guy had a concealed carry. And, yes, you can follow depending on what zip code you live in. If you live in a failed zip code, ain't nobody going to follow you. But if you live in a neighborhood like my neighborhood, you come over here at night. They're going to follow you. The HOA going to call. They're going to got the ring doorbell, the thing on the ring on the doors. Everybody's going to tie in, look and see who you are. I guarantee you, retired police, retired military in this area right here, this little complex right here, all retired first responders. Crazy. All got guns, all coming out. If you come in this neighborhood, and yes, you will be followed. So that's not true. I know. Uh, if you're in a failed zip code, you live in a failed zip code, you have to have your common sense. Nobody's going to follow you. Stay away. Unless they're coming to rob you. I know. I appreciate it, William, so, in California. Right. Very informative, man. Take care. All right, man. All right. Uh, Boy, let me tell you a brief story. Speaking of watching out, a homeless neighbor thinking he's better than me. (laughs) Uh, In church with Jesse Lee Peterson yesterday, JLP made the point that the homeless think they're better than you, just like you think you're better than the next person. I got yelled at by a seemingly homeless, hungry, black guy, angry black, who was walking. I turned in front of him to park. Going, I stopped by McDonald's. Maybe not advisable. He was walking kind of slowly, so I figured I would, I would pass, I had passed him enough to go tr- and turn o- or, uh, into the space, right? And he's all, I don't even know if he th- knew that, he, that I could hear him. I had my windows cracked. You gonna turn your A right in front of me. <laughs> Something like that. And he had this wild hair, except he looked old to be having that wild hair. And uh, sure enough, he passed me. And I knew that it was somewhat questionable what I did. And he thought, time you do something questionable, you'll get accused if you're white. Or you'll get accused anyway if these, if these guys are so angry, right? 
But anytime a cop does anything that's maybe questionable or a, or a white, maybe questionable, they'll be, come down hard on you. But uh, apparently he took offense. And, yeah, I'm not positively a sane pedestrian wouldn't, wouldn't have been thrown off by my turning in front of them. But people do crazy or unexpected, unpredictable things in parking lots that you don't know if they're going to turn or if they're going to go straight or if they're going to stop or they're going to back in or whatever. So you have to, a pedestrian has to be alert. And I have to be more alert, I guess. <laughs> Everyone should be alert. But, yeah, watch out for those people. Don't get in a fight. Oh, man. Let me just briefly show you guys. George Soros' son is getting the keys to the kingdom of, of his father, the devil. <laughs> no. Uh, Alexander Soros. I have a few pictures of him. A bunch of pictures, actually. I told you in Hake News that the Wall Street Journal said that George Soros is handing him the keys. He's earned the keys to the empire. Son of billionaire George Soros. Uh, Alexander Soros. He, there's all, he has all kinds of pictures of him being all fanboying or friendly or businessmen rubbing their elbows with all these demon rats. Chuck Schumer, fellow unchristian, not normal white person, Senate majority, former majority leader, or still majority leader, I don't know. Whatever he is. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, uh, Obama, Barack Obama, Sleepy Joe Biden. He's been to, the, he's been to Biden's White House for like 14 times, according to Daily Mail, in just over a year. 37-year-old Democrat fundraiser. Maybe he's 38, I don't know. Alexander Soros, a skinny guy, hanging out, he loves his father. I guess, or acts like he does. Good for you. He's a Christian. No, not, not a Christian. Not a Christian. They're not Christians. Open Society Foundation. Terrible. <laughs> uh, who else? Soros was forced to deny he funded Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg amid the Trump arrest. Of course he funded him. He denied that he knew him. He funded the campaign by way of uh, Color of Change because he funds Co- Color of Change pack. A sleazy blackout, uh, black radicals. Look at him, Father's Day uh, selfie with his dad, George Soros, who's like 90 or 80-something. With his saggy face. Not a Christian, not Christians. They're liberals. Uh, cackling Kamala Harris, he has pictures with her. I saw a picture of him with DeRay McKesson, but I couldn't find it. When, when I searched, I didn't find it. But I, I'm sure that I saw a, uh, a picture. Look at him <laughs> with his dad. I was sure that I saw. Yeah, uh, Big Bump says, if you thought George Soros was evil, wait till you see his son Alexander. Yeah, I know. He's probably even worse. Obsessed with role models, an acquaintance said that he is. He's worried about his self-image, so said somebody. He's there with Boot Edge Edge. 
He uh, he's on his on Twitter and IG. Thirty-seven years old. Uh, he has these thick black glasses, or thick rimmed black rimmed glasses. Uh, keeps a uh, whiskery face, but shaves the neck. I stopped shaving the neck. Make it look, look a little bit more natural. Terrible, huh? Evil stuff. Riding with Biden. Let's go, Joe. Biden 2024, he tweeted. He hangs out with these rappers. He looks, he looks like that, reminiscent of that other Jewish guy who overdosed. Uh, Jewish rapper guy. Remember that Jewish rapper guy who sang the D- D- Donald Trump rap song? And Trump asked for his money. He congratulated him, and then he, uh, he asked for his money. And then he got brokenhearted by that girl who looks like she's 13. Uh, she always looks like she's 13, Ariana Grande. I always blank on that guy's name. He totaled his G-Wagon. He was drunk driving, maybe, allegedly. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, yeah, Mac Miller. Thank you. He look, doesn't he look kind of like Mac Miller? Well, maybe not. A little bit. Hanging out with these black... I don't even know if there's a rappers. <laughs> I'm just profiling them. DJ Ruckus. Maxwell Osborne. They're black, anyway. DJ, close enough to rap, right? So he's uh, running the show. Oh, let me show this. Let me show this. If I have time. Let's see if I have time. Yeah, I... uh, No, I don't think I have time. I guess in the next... In the... uh, Tomorrow I will have to show you guys what Open Society Foundation is all about. But, uh... Yeah. Not good guys. I'm sure he's very nice and charming and talented in certain ways. Of course they are. Talented at being evil. But wolves in sheep's clothing. Uh, I'll tell you briefly what Open Society Foundations... It's foundations. Did you know that? It's more than one. They, uh, this, they show, showcase this India Indian guy who fights for freedom for women, probably the LGBT, so-called human rights, and, oh, the, they get these movements done by the so-called minorities, just like what they have now. A bunch of victim-minded people. It's sick. But let's go back to, speaking of minorities, Chinese music. Here's some Andy Lau. This is a nice, bouncy dance song. I'll sit with you guys through it. And I, I'll have to shazam it, too. Enjoy Andy Lau. I hope you enjoyed it, the uh, Hake Report. And uh, I'll talk you through it. Here it is. Bounce. Oh, boy. It's June and we're still going strong. We're taking back June. Taking back the rainbow.
How can you deny this? Hey, you are very disrespectful. <laughs> How? When did Hake start loving the commies? Nice Monday song. <laughs> American Anchor Baby coming up at noon, guys. Joel Friday tomorrow on Tuesday. Hey, getting hyped. Indeed. <laughs> Chinese are not minorities, I know. What? Oh, Lord. Take me to the top. I did the bow. <laughs> MSG Melodies. <laughs> Why? Asian music is poison. I like the bouncy part. Oh, Prince Vibes! Struggling with my husband being in the fallen state and me coming out of mine. Intimacy feels like his God, his motivation, and a need high on the priority list. Advice? Not judging, I get it, but how can I deal with it best? Thanks, Hank. Keep on not judging. Stay with prayer. Keep watching yourself and how you react inwardly. That's my best advice, Prince Vibes. Wish you well. Well, guys, thank you for bearing with me through that. And adios, America.